Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Hola, mi gente. Bienvenidos al episodio 174. Welcome to episode 174 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. Now, this month on the podcast, we are going to be focusing exclusively on Spanish from El Caribe. So it is Caribbean Spanish Month here on Spanish Con Salsa, which means that each week we'll be highlighting Spanish words and phrases from a specific country or region within the Caribbean. And at the end of the month, we are going to be announcing the newest course that we're adding to our Caribbean Spanish suite. So yes, we do have courses available that are specifically focused on conversational Caribbean Spanish so that you can hear exactly how Spanish sounds when spoken in the Caribbean. That way you can really tune your ear to the accent because we all know that Spanish speakers speak fast, but there is a special way of deciphering the Spanish spoken in the Caribbean. And if you understand some of those pronunciation rules and begin to get your ear accustomed to hearing native Spanish speakers from the island, our Caribbean Spanish courses definitely help you with that. You can train your ear to understand what most people think um, are the most difficult dialects of Spanish, but they're also my favorite and where all of the amazing music comes from. So uh, it's really important that we get used to understanding 
what are some of the features of Spanish as it's spoken throughout the Caribbean. So like I said, at the end of the month, we'll be announcing a brand new course that we're adding. Super excited about this. And it's probably from a country that you do not expect. So uh, definitely excited to announce that. But before uh, we get to that, we are going to be going through just highlighting different words and phrases from uh, different countries and areas uh, throughout the Caribbean. And in this episode, we're going to dive specifically more into Puerto Rican Spanish. So we're going to review some words and phrases that are specifically used in Puerto Rico. Uh, and so I hope that you'll find this helpful. And these are words that you might hear if you plan to visit the island this summer or at another time. Uh, you know, it's always a great time to visit the Caribbean, except during the height of hurricane season. But other than that, so whatever time of year it is uh, that you're planning a trip, then hopefully you'll find this helpful. And we also do have a phrase book for Puerto Rican Spanish. I'll talk a little bit about that at the end for a special offer we have for this month. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast in June of 2023, a special offer if you grab a copy of our phrase book for this month only. All right, so let's get into some Puerto Rican Spanish words. And these can all be found in our Puerto Rican Spanish 101 uh, phrase book, just so you know. All right, so the first one is guayar, guayar. And that means to scratch or to create friction. So in standard Spanish, the word might for that might be raspar or tener fricción. So to, to create friction or to have friction or raspar to scratch. So here are a few examples of how you might hear this use. Guay un poco de queso parmesano para echarle la pasta, por favor. So please grate some Parmesan cheese to put in the pasta. Guayaste el piso de mi casa con tus zapatos. You scratched my floor with your shoes. Again, these are just a few examples. So it's just another way to say to scratch and that's guayar. The next word we have is guame. Guame. And this just means that it's something that can be done easily or without much effort. So in English, we might say something like it's a piece of cake, but in Puerto Rico, they might say it's un guame. So for example, I could say, llegar a tu casa desde la milla es un guame. So getting to your place from mine is super easy. The next word we have, and this can be used to refer to a male or female, so there's a masculine and feminine version, is estofón or estofona. So, estofón is el masculino or the masculine, and estofona is the feminine. And this just means somebody who's very diligent. So, someone, think about someone who's always doing their schoolwork on time. They're always got their studies under control. They're an A plus student. So, basically, the smartest person or like the head of the class. So, here's an example of how you might hear it used Los demás estudiantes se molestan con él porque es bien estofón y siempre saca buenas notas. The rest of the students get angry at him because he's very studious and always gets excellent grades. So there you go. And you know, depending on how you view that, that could be a good or bad thing, but I think it's a good thing, right? To be a una estofona. That means that you're very studious and you're probably the smartest person in the room. So that's never a bad thing. The next one we have is pariseo. Pariseo. And this is really comes from English, okay? So there are some words 
in Puerto Rican Spanish that are derived from English. And this is really just another way to say fiesta or a party, but it's pariseo. So it kind of comes from the word party. So it means like you're celebrating or you're going out partying. So for example, le encanta el pariseo y sale todos los viernes. She loves to party and goes out every Friday. The next word we have is rebulear. Rebulear. Now that means someone who is getting agitated or trying to pick a fight. So for example, ese grupo de muchachos andaba rebuleando por el patio de la escuela. That group of kids was going around the school and trying to pick a fight. Obviously the opposite of un estafón, <laughs> right? Okay, this next one is a phrase. So this one is coger de mango bajito. Coger de mango bajito. And this means really to take advantage of someone, right? So you, you know that somebody is ignorant or they're not aware of something, so you try to rip them off, basically, right? So uh, another word for that, sort of in, in more standard Spanish, might be uh, timar, so like to swindle or to cheat. So here's an example of how you might hear it used. Si no prestas atención, los vendereros te van a coger de mango bajito. If you don't pay attention, the dealers will rip you off. So especially like the car dealership, right? I think most people think of the used car salesman, <laughs> someone taking advantage of you uh, if you don't know what you're doing when you walk in that door. So uh, definitely, and also when you're on the street, right? Street vendors, uh, they might be trying to sell you something that was made very cheaply and tell you it's authentically from uh, Puerto Rico, but it was made in China. <laughs> so you have to be careful with that one. So this is another one. This is actually used in Puerto Rico, but it's also used in other places in Latin America. And at first, I have to be honest, from a cultural context, when I first heard this, I was a little bit offended because of the context that we have with uh, history of America and how certain words are used. So I really had to learn that this is not a disparaging word. And like I said, it's not only used in Puerto Rico, but you will hear it there. And this is mono or mona. Mono is the masculine version and mona is the feminine version. And this literally means like monkey. So again, being, you know, a person of African descent from the United States, when someone calls you a monkey or an ape or a gorilla or any variation of that, you're always kind of like my spidey sense goes up. <laughs> Can you tell I just saw the Spider-Man movie, which was great, by the way. Miles Morales was a Puerto Rican, is a Puerto Rican superhero, right? So we have a Puerto Rican superhero uh, in the Marvel Universe with Miles Mor Morales, who's half black and half Puerto Rican. But in any case, I digress. <laughs> but so this word does not mean that. So it does not have the same negative connotation that it has here in the United States on the mainland. So if you hear mono or mona, it really just means that something cute or adorable. So it's another way of saying lindo or linda. So for example, I could say, que mono esta ese traje? So that dress or that outfit is so cute. Or la bebé de Katia está monísima. So Katia's baby girl is adorable. So I can also, this is the superlative. So instead of just saying uh, mona, I can say monísima. So it's like she's really, really cute. So that's, a, that's one that, you know, again, um, if you're thinking of it literally, then, you know, don't think of it that way. It actually is a term of endearment. It's a, it's a positive phrase. 
The next word is hibaro or hibara for the feminine version. And this really just means somebody like from the countryside usually, but it's like you're you're describing someone who's working class, who's humble, uh, but the also there's a negative connotation that it's somebody who might be uh, doesn't have that much education or class, you know. So in English, I think the closest to this is something like hillbilly, which if you actually listen to it, it sounds kind of similar. Um, hibaro, hillbilly, that's kind of what I think about. Um, and it may have come from English. I'm not exactly sure that, like I said, there are uh, several uh, Puerto Rican words that are anglicismos that come from uh, sort of the interaction with the English language. But um, in any case, you might hear this in maybe a slightly negative context to say someone is low class. But then there's some people who may proudly say, you know, I'm a hibaro because I'm from the countryside. I'm from the mountains. So, for example, you can say, ¿Qué hibara eres? No sabes comer en una mesa. <laughs> so, you're such a hillbilly. You don't have proper table manners. Right? So, that's a, you know, again, more of a negative context. Although, between friends, I'm sure this could be said more jokingly. Uh, another example, son bien jíbaros y se la pasan hablando super alto en público. So the people in that family are a bunch of hillbillies. They don't know how to behave properly in public. So they're talking really, really loud. All right. So again, not super, super positive all the time, but also again, it means hardworking. And actually there's uh, one of my favorite brands of pitorro, which uh, it's another Puerto Rican word, but specifically pitorro is a type of Puerto Rican moonshine. So very, very high in alcoholic content. <laughs> and usually only you can only find it in Puerto Rico, but there are a few places in the mainland that sell it. And actually one of my uh, favorite brands of pitorro, the logo is a picture of un jíbaro. So it's like this uh, little guy with a straw hat. Somebody looks like they work on the farm. <laughs> So again, that's again all associated with sort of the culture of Puerto Rico and kind of understanding that you have people who live in the cities, right? Like you might be familiar with San Juan, it's like, you know, the most famous, but there's also lots of uh, people who live outside of the cities, right? In, in more of the mountains and the countryside. So there is sort of a different culture, just like here in the United States on the mainland, where we have people who live more in rural areas and we have people that live more in cities or on the coast. So the same type of dynamic exists in Puerto Rico. And the last word I'll go over, this is actually one of my favorite Puerto Rican Spanish words. When I first heard it, I was like, why haven't I heard this before? <laughs> but there are lots of words in Caribbean Spanish that have to do with going out, having a good time, or having a party, right? So this one is chinchorrear, chinchorrear. And it basically means that you're going to go out for drinks, basically. And uh, so here's an example of how you might hear it. So, chinchorrear es una buena manera de apoyar pequeños negocios locales. So, bar and restaurant crawls are a good way to support local small businesses. So, like a pub crawl or bar crawl, you might hear someone say in English, or just basically going out for drinks. And there is also another word related to that, which is chinchorro. And a chinchorro is 
kind of like in English, we might say like a hole in the wall kind of bar. You know, those like bars that are in the neighborhood. But in Puerto Rico, it's like a very specific type of place that you can go. It's usually a small business, very friendly and formal atmosphere. Uh, you can get really low prices on food and drinks. So kind of like a hole in the wall bar that you would go to and hang out. <laughs> so here's an example of how you might hear chinchorro. Esa señora ha sido dueño de ese chinchorro por más de 30 años. So that woman has owned that small uh, bar for more than 30 years. So again, you might call it like a joint, a hole-in-the-wall bar, something like that. But that's Chinchorro. And if you want to spend uh, a night or an evening or even during the day going out to Chinchorros, then you are going to Chinchorrear. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. So I hope you have enjoyed learning about some of these words and phrases from the island of Puerto Rico. And as promised at the beginning of the episode, I wanted to let you know that if you're planning on visiting uh, Puerto Rico, or if you've been there before and you want to go back, or if you just have friends from the island, or if you just love the music from Puerto Rico, we do have a Puerto Rican Spanish bilingual dictionary and phrase book available on our website. Now, uh, this is on uh, our website, CaribbeanSpanish101.com. So if you go there to CaribbeanSpanish101.com, you will be able to go to the books section. And if you buy a copy of our ebook this month, so by June 30th, you will be entered automatically into a giveaway for a free one-on-one -on -one language coaching session with one of our Spanish coaches from Puerto Rico. So if you would like to get a copy of the Puerto Rican Spanish book, Again, this is an ebook version, so we do have the hardcover if you want that as well. Uh, but if you get the ebook, you will also get the bonus of getting audio of every single word and phrase that's in our phrase book, and we have over 100 phrases and words there. So you'll be um, you'll be exposed to a lot of Puerto Rican Spanish as well as being able to hear how it's spoken by Puerto Ricans. So uh, go online, check out CaribbeanSpanish101.com, go to the section under books. And if you grab the ebook by June 30th, you'll be entered into a giveaway for a free one-on-one -on -one Spanish language coaching session with a coach on our team from Puerto Rico. So we'll be doing this all month and every week uh, we'll highlight a different uh, country or region um, and the same uh, deal will still apply. So even if you go in there and say, well, I want the Dominican Spanish book or I want the Cuban Spanish book, you will also be entered into the giveaway. But you've got to get the ebook version, not the hardcover. Um, like I said, again, with the ebook, you do get access to the audio, which is very, very helpful because I know a lot of times when we're reading in Spanish and then we hear someone say something, we go, oh, that's not how I thought that sounded, right? <laughs> so this is a good way to make sure that you don't mislearn any words and you actually are learning the words in real time and hearing how they're spoken. That really, really does help improve your vocabulary and tune your ear to the language. So CaribbeanSpanish101.com, make sure you grab your uh, Puerto Rican Spanish ebook by June 30th and you will be entered into our giveaway for a free language coaching session. As always, I hope something that you heard in this episode has helped you go one step closer from Spanish beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com.